a rambunctious little boy makes his grouchy neighbor's life a living holiday hell. It's a Dennis the Menace Christmas, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Welcome back in to Sucktastic Cinema, where these movies try too hard or know what they are. Endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. And I'm Matt. And welcome in again to another holiday offering this week. If you listened last week, thank you for sticking in there with us. Uh, Dog saving Christmas usually sounds endearing in theory, no. But the execution uh, should have been on whoever wrote the movie. It'd so, probably be fine if the dogs didn't talk. Yeah, you know, you know, and the humans, the humans acted around the dogs mm-hmm. yeah. instead of the dogs talking. And then I we, don't know. I don't know. The, either way, it shouldn't have been made. Anyway, it was made, and we put ourselves through it. And so, thank you for listening to that this week. Uh, as you saw. We have another continuation of a beloved franchise with a needless sequel, Uh A Dennis the Menace Christmas. Yes. That's got R.J., Robert Wagner. It's got Robert Wagner. Um, R.J. Yeah. Uh, That's how Rob Lowe says it. Um, But we are going to be talking about that here momentarily. But before that, Matt wanted to let everyone know where they can find us. You can find us on Instagram. We're at SucktasticPod. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at SucktasticSin. That's C-I-N for cinema. If this is your first time here, we call our listeners our sinners. So to all of you from us, welcome, sinner. If you're a returning listener, welcome back, sinner. We love you more than Santa Claus loves you. Mm -hmm. So... And wherever you can find us on, uh, you can find us on all major podcast apps. If you're listening to us, you know where to find, you found us, you found us. So you know where to find us, but wherever applicable, uh, it's just to my knowledge, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and probably iTunes, you leave a, 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 a rating and review. Mm-hmm. So we just ask for those five-star ratings. Mm-hmm. The review does not have to be flattering whatsoever, but just give us five stars. It really yes. helps us. Uh, uh, helps us get more visible. Yes, and let us know if you do it because we don't frequent. We don't have Apple products. No. Well, I have an Apple laptop, but it Ooh, does, I don't really. Have, I don't. Yes, I don't have Apple Podcasts on there. On our mobile devices, yeah. we don't have Apple products. Correct. So if you leave a review on any one of those apps, let us know. Yes. Via Instagram. Yeah. Hey, I left you a review. I know yeah. it kind of takes the surprise out of it and mm-hmm. the anonymity. Yes. But. We, I don't. I don't want Anna. I want to no, know who I want, did it. Yeah, I want to know. Can you show me yeah. something familiar about these strangers like me? Mm-hmm. And if Phil Collins is listening, yes, hello, like, Phil. Like, like and subscribe, <laughs> please, Phil. Let every all your friends know about us because it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. Dennis, uh, or a Dennis the Menace Christmas. I did a lot of shorthand with just Dennis the Menace Christmas, but it's formally known as a Dennis the Menace Christmas. Which I I couldn't remember if it was this or Richie Rich Christmas we Mm -hmm. were doing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad you texted me a couple days before. I was like, oh, Dennis, you're like, Dennis the Menace Christmas is on HBO Max. I was like, that's right, we are doing that one. It would have been interesting to see... Because you you would have had information about Richie Rich Christmas, Christmas's Wish, and uh, I would have had information about a Dennis the Menace Christmas. I'd be I'd be interested to see how we could <clears throat> format something like that. Yeah, like you come in with a whole with notes on 
one movie and I come in with notes on another and Hopefully I don't know. I feel might, like that'd be very, very long episode. It might, it might be a mess too. It, yeah, it'd probably be. I don't know, but it's just, just spitball. Yeah, this movie's kind of a mess as well. Uh, it was released November thirteenth, two thousand seven. Mm. Uh, this is right, right after the prominence of VHS, so yeah. uh, it won't have a VHS open. But I do have one when we get to that. Directed by Ron Oliver, not John Oliver. Right, the uh, Brit. Exactly. Starring Robert Wagner is Mr. George Wilson. I don't know why I kept the Mr. on there. He's he's credited as Mr. George Wilson on IMDb. Okay. Uh, but Robert Wagner is Mr. Wilson. Maxwell Perry Cotton as Dennis Mitchell. Louise Fletcher as Martha Wilson. Kim Schrainer as Alice Mitchell. George Newbern as Henry Mitchell. Mm. Isaac Dernford as Jack Bratcher. Godfrey as Bob the Angel, or Robert, as we'll be referring to him in, in most of the episode. Yeah, I thought he was credited on Robert. <laughs> that, <laughs> wasn't yeah. he credited as Santa Claus in IMD, on IMDb? Bob the Angel slash Santa Claus. Okay. Um, be, only because he was dressed as Santa yeah. for a couple, a couple parts times, of the movie. Yeah. I uh, forgot he was even in the movie yeah. at certain points. Yeah. So. Uh, Jake Beal as Joey, China Ann McLean as Margaret, Heidi Hayes as Gina, and Jack Noseworthy as David Bratcher. I'm just going to let you know, uh, Margaret and Gina, I don't refer to by name at all in this yeah. this, um, this synopsis. And uh, Jack Noseworthy, David Bratcher, I refer to as Douche Dad. So yes. he's Jack Bratcher, the douchebag kid's douche dad. Yeah. Um, and box office of straight to video. Uh, mm-hmm. So our favorite kinds of movies. Yes, I will say... <clears throat> excuse me. I will say... Um, uh, uh, Mrs. Martha, Mrs. Wilson is uh-huh. played by Nurse Ratchet yeah, from One Fletcher. Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. And so several times I tried uh, uh, finding places to make lobotomy jokes. Yes, exactly. So. It's Well, she, she kind of acted like she had a lobotomy because you, you thought George went phoned it uh, in last yeah, yeah. week. Louise Fletcher, I was like, you're an Academy Award winning actress. Mm-hmm. I will say Robert Wagner didn't, I, I didn't feel like he, he phoned did, it. He did he, fine. He did an all right job. He did, he did. He did <clears throat> He, he did all fine. All things considered. All things considered. He was all right. Um, he did kill Natalie Wood, though, so that kind of was a, a... Yeah, I've, I've got a note about that yeah. somewhere yes, here yeah. towards the end of the movie. Yeah, that, so that was kind of caught... That was <laughs> my call. Na- Allegedly. Allegedly, but, you know... The story, she fell off a boat, but there's I a lot of... I feel like we're going to get a of, deathbed confession from him. Yeah, and, that he killed Natalie Wood. Yeah, exactly. Look it up if you don't know what we're talking about. We just about. want that mystery solved, okay? Yeah, it's just, it's just on the cusp of the new... Uh, 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 West Side Story coming out. Yes, I please. Like it would behoove us to not cancel this man. Please, please. Also, uh, Natalie Wood was on a Miracle on 44th Street. A Miracle on 34th Street. That was Maury Wilson from Mrs. Doubtfire. That was the remake. From Matilda. With Elizabeth Perkins, who was oh, who yes. was Wilma and uh, uh, the and Flintstones. Flintstones. Uh, but and also, Dylan McDermott, who is a total hunk. Total hunk. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I get him mixed up with Dermot Mulroney, who's uh, also total hunk. Oh yeah, he was in uh, Career Opp- checks in. And, no, that's uh, that was uh, that, that was, was Dermot Mulroney. No, Dermot Mulroney's the other guy. Mulroney. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney is in Career Opportunities. Ah. Uh, but no, you're thinking of uh, what's his face from uh, the my my, my, my cousin's wedding. Oh. Um, 
Look it up. <laughs> uh, look it up while we're talking. We're not talking about that. Um, I also, also I, I was trying to reference Miracle yeah. on 34th Street because Natalie Wood was in that as a right. child, and yeah. that's a Christmas film. Yes. And we got off on this tangent in the weeds, and I don't know if we can dig our way back. Good night, everybody. Yes. Uh, where was I? Okay, what was on the VHS? Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett. We yes. just did that movie. And I, I don't think Dermot Mulroney is also in My Cousin's Wedding. Yes, he is. Um, my anyway, best friend's wedding. My best friend's wedding. <laughs> my cousin's wedding. I don't. My I, cousin Eddie. That's what he's in. <laughs> cousin Eddie's wedding. Yeah. From Christmas vacation. This is. Uh, just hey. let's keep going. Yeah. Hi everybody. Welcome yeah. back into Sucktastic Cinema. With these movies Wait try a too hard. Hold on, hold on, I'm just hold kidding. On. <laughs> uh, so sorry. What was on the VHS? So. There wasn't a VHS release of this, so I just pulled the Santa Claus. Ah, okay. With Tim Allen. Yeah. So it starts with an with ad J- with what's his face from Dunstan Checks In. Yes. Who we just mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Jake Lloyd. No. Eric Lloyd. Eric Lloyd. Keep going. Yes. And Judge Reinhold. Yes. Neil. Neil. His head comes to a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts with an advertisement for Walt Disney World. A little girl gets a wake up call from Goofy. Then there's a whole montage of... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like he's, except it's not... Chuckle, walk a chuckle, yeah, It's walk not on the window. Or it's not on the phone. It's through the window. <laughs> um, oh. then, then there's a whole montage of her meeting characters and then at, at Walt Disney World. And then at the end, she seems down in the dumps as she and her parents are leaving the park. Yes, I remember this. Her dad asks if she had a good time. And just as she's about to give some negative response, despite her meeting all her heroes and doing expensive shit on her parents' <laughs> dime... She looks up and beams as she sees the mouse himself. Mm-hmm. She stands in awe, in awe of the mixer, and she says <laughs> she's waiting her whole life to meet him. The advertisement ends with the Walt Disney World logo, and it's actually a sweet commercial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's nice. Um, next, we get a sneak peek at some new film called Toy Story. Oh, right. Toy, yeah. Change the landscape. Uh-huh. Um, coming to video in 1996, Poca Yes. Um, on VHS. That's not what it's called. It's Pocahontas. Yeah. Um, Pocahontas. Yes. Uh, on VHS, the Johnny Carson collection. Uh, finally, Tim Allen's book, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. I also watched one, and this one actually made more sense. I think somebody, the upload I watched cut out the first you know, two and a half minutes or first minute and a half or so. Um, there was one to where before the Disney advertisement, there was an advertisement for the movie Arabian Night. Oh. Which was a f- one of the best foreign film, but it was yeah. like the English dub of right. it. Uh, if you saw it, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that movie." Yeah, um, but <laughs> the English dub, it's like uh, Aladdin is because uh, because Arabian Nights that was Aladdin was part of those the Arabian Nights story. Like the right? yeah, yeah, it's <clears throat> this is I think. K N I G H T Arabian oh, Night. So this okay. isn't like a one thousand and one Arabian Nights oh, okay. where yeah, Aladdin yeah, yeah. is. Okay, because I was gonna say if it's an English dub, it's like, what do you wish? You get three wishes. What do you wish for? French fries. <laughs> French fries. Uh, Hostess cupcakes. Oh, uh, Big Mac. <laughs> big Mac. Oh, and a Big Buford. <laughs> big <From> boobs. <laughs> to squeeze. <laughs> Just, I think I was laughing more at the fact you're scratching your face and you're nodding like mm, squeeze <laughs> to, <Yeah>. to squeeze. <laughs> um, but let's get into this movie. Yes. Uh, the movie begins with, <laughs> to squeeze, to squeeze, <laughs> as if the Jew would be like, for what? And you're like to squeeze. <laughs> uh, just get something. Just get some from Spencer's. Yeah, um, jiggle jugs. <laughs> you're gonna have to get to the back of the store though. Don't go to the back of Spencer's. Uh, the movie begins with a satellite in space orbiting Earth. Uh, 
Escape or all Dennis the Menace movies. <laughs> yeah, start. exactly. This is an odd way to start it. Even where they end, even where they lead it, where it yeah. ends up, it's still an odd way to start it. Yeah. Um, but it begins with the satellite in space orbiting Earth. A skateboard bounces off it, and I was confused as to why they added that. But I would like to think it's the skateboard Shep Ramsey threw into space in <laughs> yes. Suburban Commando. Of course. Yeah. So a little connection perfect. there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, as I continue to wonder why the movie starts this way, a computer-generated sleigh flies by, and the camera is sent careening with a fiery trail behind it. The shot dips into icy crevasses and across snowy terrain, and eventually focuses in on Santa's house. As the shot pans across the home, it pans out and and reveals the North Pole setup is only a figure in a snow globe set atop a dresser. So again, I see where it was yeah. going, but it's odd that it started that way. I will say the why in space? Why not just yeah. start it in the North Pole? One one thing of note, and I don't know if you have this written down, but <clears throat> the inferior inferior sequels try to put elements in those movies that try to make you remember I the better to write one. This down. And yeah. So the opening credits have Jerry Goldsmith's Da-da-da. opening score to the original mm-hmm. Dennis the Menace. Well, yeah. the, the Dennis the Menace movie from 1993 yep. with like Mason Gamble and Walter mm-hmm. Matthau, the John yeah. Hughes one. Yeah. Uh, the good, the, the, good, the good Dennis the, the Menace good one. movie. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to say the theatrical Dennis the Menace with Walter Matthau is we watched, wonderful. We watched countless times. Love it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and it has such a, an amazing Jerry Goldsmith score. Mm-hmm. And they use it, they use that score a couple times. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not going to try and trick me. Yeah, and it's used so sparingly yeah so it's not like i haven't seen the new home sweet home alone i hear it's terrible yeah, I was gonna and say, i'm not they surprised john williams but they use the john williams score yeah. musical stings throughout the movie yeah. and this movie didn't do that they used the jerry goldsmith you know dennis yeah. the menace theme at the beginning and at the end yeah but it's like listen you can't you can't try and Don't, sway my attention yeah. away from this by by citing a more superior film yeah Superior used loosely comparatively, there. comparatively, comparatively. Yes, as far as Dennis the Menace movies go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but now that we're on the dresser, we see the dresser is in a bedroom, and as an alarm goes off, we see the bedroom is we see it's the bedroom of a little blonde boy. As he starts his morning routine and a house close by, an old man does the same. Mm. After various shots of each of these characters' respective preparation, the little blonde boy runs out of his house and to his bicycle on the front lawn. With the old man, we see him step outside and onto his lawn to get the paper. While riding his bike, the blonde kid's bootlace gets stuck in the spokes of his tire. Back with the old man, he smiles and takes in the morning, assured no blonde children would bother him that day. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I would like to see more Dennis the Menace stories to where we've already gotten past this time period of of Mr. Wilson hating Dennis and then we get the change of heart at the end that we get yeah. like every Dennis the Menace movie. Every Dennis the Menace movie sets hits the reset button on yeah, the relationship. Exactly. I, I would like to get a story to where, all right, we're past that point now. Mm-hmm. They they have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And you can still have Dennis being rambunctious mm-hmm. and then maybe Mr. Wilson dipping a little back into his detest for him. But then like, I don't know. I just, it, it, it's, it's, it, we, it's, we already know, at least if you watch the previous movie, I yeah. mean, and, they they put themselves as sequels, yeah. but they don't continue anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 
Exactly. And it's it's like when superhero movies, like when they reboot a franchise. The Spider-Man like, movies. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, another Spider-Man movie, another Batman movie. I think it has to do more so with the fact that like we've already got, like we just expect them to do like an origin story. Right. And we already know all of that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, yeah, it, that was that was a note I made, but I don't think I kept it. Yeah. But or something that I noticed is like, mm-hmm. Why do these movies continuously reset the Dennis Mr. Wilson yeah. story and their right. relationship? And you know, there's some sort of resolution at the end where Mr. Wilson realizes that he really mm-hmm. loves Dennis, and yeah. Dennis is just he's just, he's just a little boy, yeah. like it's mentioned so many times. Yeah, the main movies. the main story points are the same every time. Mm-hmm. You're not telling like the settings might change, yeah. but the main arc, the main character arcs, mm-hmm. are the exact same. Yeah, and it's. I mean, whatever to sell a movie, I, whatever, yeah, whatever. Um, but with beloved properties, it's like, yeah, I just want to see something to where there's maybe some things every yeah. now and then of you know Mr. Wilson being annoyed by Dennis just because yeah. Dennis is doing things to where he's he doesn't give it forethought because he's a little boy, but right. then it's more balanced out with tender moments between yeah. the two. Either way, it only takes until the end for that to happen, like sure. in the other movies. Yeah. Um, so. Back to the little boy. He gets his lace caught in his tire spokes, and the old man is just not wanting to get pestered by a little blonde boy today. Uh, The little boy struggles to get his boot free, and we see him approaching the old man. The boy shouts, hey, Mr. Wilson! Because, of course. Because, yes. That's the uh, the catchphrase. And the old man looks up, bug-eyed, just in time for the boy to plow into him. (laughs) The shot flashes, and then we see the same old man spring up from his bed in a cold sweat. His wife asks, George, did you have another dream again? He says, it wasn't a dream. It really happened. happened. (laughs) Maybe that's That's why I can't sleep at night. Space Jam. Yes. Not really. He says, it was a nightmare. We now know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the George Mr. Wilson. Here's our Mr. Wilson. Which only means one thing. The little towhead who ran him over is the one and only Dennis T. Menace. So, no longer in Dreamland. Dennis T. Mitchell. I just realized what you <laughs> <Yes>. said. <laughs> no longer in Dreamland, we see the real Dennis Mitchell. He hops on his bike and heads off to school. As he's minding his own business, a little rat fink who doesn't know how to wear a helmet rides up beside him and starts talking mad shit. Yeah. The, each time they show, this is Drac, Brack, Bratch, Fratchard. Yeah, uh, right. The uh, bully. I'll, I'll get I'll get to what his real yeah. name is. I just, I flubbed it. Yeah. Um. Each time I saw him, I was like, can you wear that helmet correctly? Yeah. Like, it's back. It's not covering his head. It's no. back, like, on the, like the, the front of it's on the top of his head. Yeah. The rest of it's sagging over his neck. And I'm like, you're not getting any protection. <laughs> One thing, he, uh, he, he sidles up to Dennis. He's like, hey, Mitchell, where'd you get that bike? The junkyard? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, me and my dad found it and decided to fix it up as a father-son project. <laughs> I don't. Oh. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, as we'll oh. see. Yeah, the other boy is doing some serious over in a big bed with my wife. <laughs> I, <laughs> I sleep, sleep in, in a racing car. car. Do you? <laughs> I sleep in a big bed with my wife. The other Where boy. Where you sleep? Yeah. <laughs> the other boy is doing some serious overacting and is calling Dennis a loser and mocking his wheels. Dennis deflects the remarks, but the other boy challenges him to a race. Dennis accepts, but all of a sudden, his bike starts falling apart, and he rides into a pile of leaves in someone's yard. His his bike just doesn't start 
uh, deassembling itself as randomly. It's just it's it. just a bad bike. As yeah. he's going, yeah. it starts things start popping yeah. off. One, of it. Well, big a big thing is Dennis wants a new bike. Yeah, the other boy shouts that Dennis is a loser, and Dennis swears to himself that one day he'll get that Jack Bratcher. Yeah. Next, we get an overhead shot of the town, and then find ourselves in a school gymnasium. At a table of baked goods, a pretty blonde woman is selling her wares. Mm-hmm. It was tough to match Leah Thompson as Alice Mitchell in the big screen film, but well, I, they tried. I say they did a pretty good job. They, they did a pretty, pretty good, good job. job. Actually, the the Mitchells I really like. Yeah, they were cast. They were. I, they were. They were good. They were convincing. I I, I enjoyed the performance, the acting. The mm-hmm. you know they the the characters are very likable. The yeah. Mitchells. Yeah. yeah. Um, the lady is then grabbed by a man and she playfully tells him no hanky panky yet, Henry yeah. Mitchell. I didn't enjoy the acting, I should say. I, I like the characters mm-hmm. and the actors mm-hmm. I found very inoffensive. Yeah. These are Dennis's parents, by the way. Mm-hmm. Henry expresses concern about how the play will go, you know, considering who their son is. Ah, um, yes. Alice says it'll be fine. He's a playful little scamp and everyone is blowing his reputation way out of proportion. Backstage, we get a glimpse of a turkey. Children dressed in various costumes walk around, and a sassy little girl in a cranberry getup says that Turkey better stay away from her. She's allergic. Yeah. Dennis and his bud Joey talk to each other, and we see a spiky-haired douchebag with a video camera pester the teacher. She says, look, guy, there's a lot of kids in this play, and I can't be giving yours Olsen twin treatment, okay? Yeah, exactly. The dad responds by saying she only has one Jack Bratcher, and he's got to be front and center, capiche? This is douche dad. Yeah. Uh, she says she'll see what she can do. The douche dad then goes over to his son dressed like a ham. <laughs> he tells him, "I'm so proud of you." <laughs> uh, so you, this is the height of what I've this... never been more proud of you. <laughs> He's yes. dressed as a ham. <laughs> uh, he tells him he better know his lines and to not be a loser like the other kids. Yeah, yeah. The, these two suck. Yeah, George. I will say um, also George Newburn, who plays Dennis's dad. Mm-hmm. I will always know him as. The not Andrew McCarthy looking guy from Adventures, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. One yeah. of one of the good guys from Adventures yeah. in Babysitting. Oh yeah. Um the kid says he won't screw up, and then the dad fakes him out on a high five. Jack then goes over to Dennis and Joey. Jack oh Jack Bratcher. I was like, Jack. Yeah. Jack then goes over to Dennis and Joey and displaces his frustration onto them. He calls the guys losers, and little Joey looks like and delivers his lines like he's reading them off cue cards being shown off camera. <laughs> he's really, well, might he's be. really I don't bad. Know. He must yeah. be the producer's kid. Everyone's, like, nobody's really that good, mm-hmm. except, like, Robert Wagner. Except the adult actors. The adult actors are, are the only passable All right, ones. yeah. Just because, I mean, given what like kind of movie Robert this is. Wagner and yeah. then, like, George Newbern actually had a ton of credits. And then, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dennis tells Jack that he's getting a new bike for Xmas, and after that, things are going to change around the neighborhood. Jack yeah. says Christmas is stupid, and everyone stops in their tracks, even the turkey. Joey <laughs> says Jack said the S word. Which is a running thing yes. throughout the movie. Yeah, and like Matt said, this isn't the last time you'll be hearing the word stupid being yeah. referred to as the S word. And they're like, oh, the S word. Kim Schrainer. Kim Schrainer. Is Mrs. Mitchell, and I think we are to give her credit because she is one of the highlights of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, certainly. Back on the gym, we see the Mitchells take a seat, and Martha Wilson enter through the double doors and comment on how lovely everything is don't you all yours looks so lovely yours looks so lovely <laughs> I was gonna say, I know, isn't, isn't reverend that, brown's my reverend so i was a little, little boy, boy. 
Y'all just look so lovely. Give yourselves a round of applause. It does. It it, it is in a gymnasium. It it's does feel like Mr. that's Randy Watson. It does feel like the sexual chocolate scene from uh, from a, that movie's hilarious. That's so funny. Um, so she comments how lovely everything is. She looks behind her to see she's alone. She calls for George, who's hiding behind the gym doors. She assures him it's all right, and she could have brought her pie in by herself. He says nonsense, Martha, but then doesn't elaborate as to why he found it necessary to go in with her, especially since he's afraid of encountering Dennis. Yeah, I could have brought it in pie myself. Mm, very nice. <laughs> yeah, Louise baby. Fletcher. Mm. <laughs> uh, she tells him Dennis is on stage, and he's only a boy, and he can't hurt him. George says calling Dennis just a boy is like saying a hurricane is just a hurricane, which I feel they could have come up with a better analogy. I do too. Yeah. Like, or or he could have said that's why saying that's like saying a hurricane is just a windstorm. Yeah, or something like that. But what or the just hell? Like, just a weather a weather irregularity. Yeah. yeah. Well, what the hell do I know? Yeah. Uh, the school principal goes on stage and thanks everyone for coming and partaking in the bake sale contest. Mm -hmm. He says he can't wait to taste all the ladies' goodies. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. Well, and especially it was. I think what made it funny was the fact that it was like he, the the principal's already like his thing is he's telling jokes that aren't landing mm -hmm. because he then because he first comes out and says how'd you all get into my office? Which I was like it's that like, would get a laugh in real like, life. Like uh, they tried they tried to get off like that was a bad joke. People would laugh at that in real life. And then I'd, I can't wait to taste all you ladies' goodies. And there was no laughter except Miss, except uh, Dennis's dad, George Newburn, was like, <laughs> and I was like, I, oh, that, that's a little funny just because, like, if it, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to give any credit to anybody who wrote this movie, so I don't think I'm going to say they didn't mean for, I that my mind went there. And I was yeah. like, yo, he didn't, you know, I can't wait to, my mind went there. I don't yeah. know if they intended it to be like that. Like an innuendo? Yeah. I, I really? Mean, I don't think so. Because nothing else was like that in this movie but, either. But I, I was tipped off because, like, Dennis's... I mean, Dennis's dad is not, like, a pervert in this movie yeah. or so, but, like, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> but like typical, like quote like a typical guy. Thing I think if to, Alice would have like hit him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that would have been better. But like, no, nah, it's I'm not giving it any benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was. That's just where my mind. Yeah, went. yeah. Uh, backstage, the teacher files all the kids together as they stand behind the curtain and are almost ready to go on. All the kids except for Dennis. That is, while his comrades are going out to perform, Dennis believes the turkey is thirsty. <laughs> As the other kids take a bow to the clapping and get ready to tell the whitewashed story of Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. in the audience, the Mitchells notice their son isn't in the firing line of children. This, of course, reinforces George's concern from earlier and further proves he wasn't crazy in thinking something bad will happen. And boy, does it. Backstage, Dennis lifts the cage door and takes the turkey's water bowl. In the this is mine. This is mine now. Um, You're mine. None of this. It, it all seemed mishaps just happened from Dennis being well and well that, intended. And that's the thing is, I think that that's the just the thing with the Dennis character, Dennis mm -hmm. Mitchell, Dennis Menace, is that he he seems to be he's good natured and he's well intentioned, mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't think things out. Yeah. So his heart's in the right place because he's he's you know he's a six year six or seven year old boy. Six or he's, seven. He's, he's, he's six in this movie, yeah, yeah. like five. and yeah, yeah. Like, just, He's a but, little kid. He's a little boy, yeah. So his heart's in the right place, but because he's a kid, the things aren't very well thought out. I will say, however, there is a major, major 
parenting flaw Nobody, with the Mitchells. If there's so many of these issues happening, how do you not keep him on a short leash? They're, listen, I understand he's, he's rambunctious and you are kind people. I mm-hmm. get it. But I feel like there's a sep- there's like a there's more you could be doing to be proactive mm-hmm. to try and calm Dennis down rather than be like, oh, I just don't know what to do. Dennis is he's such a good boy. He's just so rambunctious. It's like, is there anything you could do? Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's you're telling me that you and your husband can't put your heads together to figure out how to rein in maybe, this little boy. Maybe some discipline of some sort. Yeah, exactly. Don't put your hands on him, but yeah. like just. Like it just maybe some sort of discipline, maybe take things away. They just they give off the idea that they're both that they're both so overwhelmed and in over their heads and it and it, it appears as though are they always at work? Are they always too busy to supervise him? Does Dennis is just walking around the yeah. town by himself? Mm-hmm. And it's not like you could get away with it in like the early nineties when the yeah. first one came out when it's still kind of their aesthetics yeah. framed as like like in the 50s it's or in the 60s. Town. Yeah, uh, yeah, very 50s, 60s, but, innocent. Yeah. But this is the early two th- mid 2000s yeah. to where that's becoming less and less and yeah. people are getting more and more like like strict about having their kids not go yeah, off yeah. by themselves. He, and he goes around, and it's not like and sure sometimes he's it's him and his friends, but still if we're all led to believe they're all in kindergarten, yeah. which Two of those girls are not in kindergarten. No. They're like, I mean, I don't know how old kids are. I'm not an aficionado <laughs> on that. But they look to at least be two or three years older yeah. than Dennis and little JoJo. Little Joe, oh, yeah. Little Martha, Joey JoJo Shabadoo. Shabadoo, yeah. Um, it, 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 must, it must be like an, no, because, never mind. Let's, let's just keep going. It, yeah, but, but the thing is they still shouldn't be walking around a big town square no, by themselves. No. And then the times that Dennis is by himself. Yeah. Um, but you know, who am yeah. I? Yeah. Uh, so Dennis goes to return the bowl, but the cage is sans Turkey. When he took the water bowl, he left the cage door up. Yeah. On stage, sassy cranberry girl, it's Margaret. I keep yeah. saying sassy cranberry girl from earlier is going on about the story of Thanksgiving. She then starts sneezing and looks over to see the Turkey free roaming the side stage. She has a fit and runs away. This starts a panic, and all the kids knock each other over. George says how he knew something would go wrong, and he and Martha get up to leave. Jack gets pushed down, and his dad tells him to fight back. Jack grabs a plate of cupcakes, and Joey yells, food fight, which isn't necessary. No. Um, Everyone starts chucking desserts. All the while, Dennis is chasing the turkey around, trying to rectify his mistake. Crowd members are being hit with treats, and Henry gets up to get Dennis. George continues to slowly make his way out the door. Dennis sees the turkey has gotten on, a, on top of a table with pies. George thinks he's in the clear, but as Dennis goes to get the bird, he jumps on the table, which catapults pies into the air, right on to Mr. Wilson. Ah, of course. In the principal's office, Douche Dad is talking about taking money out of the school's ass for damages. He says he'll charge. He says they'll charge their. He says he'll charge their insurance, which the principal says Douche Dad sold them. Douche Dad says he's protected because he put a dentist clause into the contract. Yeah. The, the, which this is another reoccurring thing. This keeps coming up. I'm like, what insurance company who covers, and I get it, it's this dad's insurance company. I don't know if he owns the insurance company or he. it's just his insurance company that he uses. Mm-hmm. I think he owns it because what? how would like how would he have the sway to put clauses in, in uh, contracts? But... <clears throat> Insurance companies, like 
that cover you for natural disasters mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. actual like life altering damages. Mm-hmm. They don't put clauses in their well, I don't know, but they they're not going to go out of the way for a, to put a clause in there to cover you for a 6-year-old boy. It's just mm-hmm. it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it's a stupid plot device mm-hmm. and it's just it's just dumb. Yeah. Um I have a note about that later as well. I do too. And yeah. go, going along with uh, allowing dentists to roam unsupervised yeah. while all these places are wanting dentist clauses in their insurance contracts. Yeah. Like I think that's just my note in general. Um, oh, yeah. But this protects the company from any inevitable damages in any situation caused by Dennis Menace. It's just it's just <clears throat> absurd. Yeah. The Mitchells are stupefied by this, but it's all there in black and white. Jack's dad says Henry was the same way, and the Bratchfords, and the Bratchfords douche it up and walk away. Yeah, I <clears throat> that annoyed me because I was like, wait a second. We're, we're getting on Dennis about being a rambunctious little boy. Wouldn't... Dennis's dad be a good example of how Dennis's mischief is just part of him being a little boy. Mm-hmm. Like, look at him, and eventually, you know, oh, he'll grow out of it. So everyone should just take a chill pill. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just, oh, mm-hmm. he'll be all right. Yeah, and then they use that later as another person being a rambunctious kid. Um, yeah, and yeah. that's and that's an excuse to just leave Dennis alone. Or- yeah. At home, Henry and Alice sit Dennis down and survey the damages they're charged with. Dennis says it was an honest mistake, and he didn't think it would get out of hand like that. He tries to come up with chores that he could do to help pay for the destruction. Every chore he suggests, his parents are vehemently against it, as we see possible outcomes of each scenario all ending badly. In the kitchen, Henry crunches numbers and says his rambunctious child is really causing their pocketbooks to take a hit. Mm Mm-hmm. Unsure on how they'll have money for Christmas, Alice suggests she get a part-time job to help make money. Henry is against it at first, with Dennis getting out of school in a few weeks and no one there to watch him. Mm-hmm. Alice says they'll make something work, and the camera pulls out to see Dennis sulking on the steps. Speaking of pulling out, there's a way Dennis could have been avoided. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys would have all the money for Christmas presents. Mm-hmm, exactly. In his room, Dennis feels bad for his screw-up. Elsewhere, a missile from the heavens shoots down, and an angel <laughs> crash lands in a pile of trash bags. Didn't just, see that coming. <laughs> swerve. Yes. Just a swerve, bro. Yeah. He gets up wearing the wonderful ice cream suit, brushes himself off, and he walks away. <laughs> wonderful ice cream I suit? I don't know how obscure that reference is. I've never seen the movie, but there's a movie with Joe Montaigne and Edward James Almost to where these four, <laughs> um, these four uh, Latino gentlemen yeah. have access to this all white suit that grants him <laughs> special powers. I didn't even get that. <laughs> yes. it's, again, I've never seen the Wonderful. movie. Wonderful. I've never seen the movie, but I know it's a movie, and I know there's a white suit on the front. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I didn't even get that reference. It's, it's Godfrey's character, Robert, yeah. who's an angel who's in an all white suit. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we see a montage of Christmas joy being put up and spread around town. Dennis and his pals stand in front of a department store window, a la Christmas Story. Of course. Um, and they all talk about what their favorite gifts inside are. Dennis has got his... PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation 2. Where's the elf that makes the PlayStation <laughs> yeah, from last week? Uh-huh. <laughs> Dennis has got his eyes on a bright red bike. Jack rides up and... Jack off, rides up and mm-hmm. mocks the other twerps, and Dennis tells him to buzz off. Jack says he'll ease up the mocking if Dennis will race him again. Dennis looks at at the bike he wants, then back at Jack, and he gladly accepts. The two set the race for Christmas Day, and Jack rides away. 
Dennis's friends are telling him he's crazy. He can't beat Jack Bratcher on his bike. It's the fastest in all the neighborhood. Dennis says, don't worry, guys. He's got it in the bag. He yeah. just needs a little help from Santa. Next we see, I almost said next week. <laughs> next week <laughs> Next we'll week see, is Christmas. Next week is the exciting conclusion of our episode on Dennis and Menace Christmas. <laughs> mm. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, Cliffhanger, how you doing? <laughs> Den- Dennis policy. Yes, you <laughs> Dennis want a Dennis, a Dennis yes. clause. Yes, exactly. Yes, um, I know what you're talking about. Next we see the Mitchells holding a Christmas get-together with neighborhood parents. They all laugh and yuck it up as they begin their drawing for Secret Santa. One parent asks Henry if he can pull some snow out of that hat. He chuckles, <laughs> and then Henry chuckles back and says, "Everyone knows there hasn't been snow in thirty years." Yeah, if everyone. You, if you forget that fact, don't worry. At least two more people bitch about it over the next fifteen minutes of the movie. Oh and, yeah, and more bring it up as the movie plays out. Yeah. which it's another reoccurring plot you device. Would, you would think after thirty years, be like, "Well, whatever. I guess we're never going to get snow." That's and I, I make mention of something like that later yeah. on here. But it's just irritating that everybody keeps bringing it yeah. up. I feel like most, a lot of people in town aren't even old enough to remember that anyway. Yeah. So. Um, Dennis stuffs his mouth with cookies and is excited because he pulled Mr. Wilson's name. <laughs> uh, I can get him my ABC cookies. It's already been chewed. He starts spinning food into a stocking and says, Hey, Mr. Wilson! And then lights it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> with goes, with. Ah! <laughs> with his, with his, he puts his dog shit in a stocking and lights it on fire. Yeah. He sit, no, he sits in the corner like, so let's just be crumb and Java's pals. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> My ears hurt. Sorry. <laughs> we see a sequence of houses with huge light displays and bright, joyful music playing, but then we get the record scratch moment when we reach the Wilson home, which is dark and void of any brightness at all. Mm-hmm. Martha stares out the window, and she marvels at how beautiful the lights are. Wait. So, Mr. Wilson, they weren't even at the Christmas party, yet their names were entered into a secret Santa drawing. (laughs) Yes. What the hell sense does that make? There's a lot in this movie that doesn't make (laughs) sense. So, you might as well just bear with me. It's actually the tagline of the movie. (laughs) There's a lot. What the hell sense does that make? A Dennis the Menace Christmas. There's a lot in this film that doesn't make sense. (laughs) That was a placeholder. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, It was joking. (laughs) Uh, so voice. So Martha's looking out because her home is void of brightness. Yeah. Uh, in more ways than one. Martha stares at the window and she marvels at how beautiful the lights are. She calls for George to take a look, but the grump says he's seen the lights before. She asks why they can't put up any lights, and George tells Martha they don't put up lights because it's shameless capitalism. Says the guy wearing a silk robe. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, given the generation he's from. I'm very surprised that George is not in favor of shameless capitalism. Yeah, especially considering, um, eh, never mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's keep going. Um, (laughs) Also, how is this all coming up now? They've been married around 50-plus years, you'd think. They at least could put something in the dialogue about Martha being too sentimental about Christmas. So George saying, I tell you this every year, Martha. Yeah. Anyway, George says he's going upstairs to fart around with stamps. Yeah. Martha sits on the couch and pulls a small box from a drawer on the coffee table. She opens the box and pulls out a Christmas ornament, and she lovingly stares at it. Sentimental hogwash. Sentimental hogwash. You could you could tell they were trying to also get elements of It's a Wonderful Life in here. In a way, yeah. And it kind of. Yeah. That's Just cr- in the fact that they the first 40 minutes, <laughs> you're waiting for... You're waiting the, for the Christmas to show up. Yeah. <laughs> uh at school, the teacher is asking the class about what helps Christmas spirit. 
She asks Dennis, and he says, Santa? She says, good job, and adds it to the list of 10 things that are already on the board. How did nobody say Santa yet? Yeah. Um, that's just a small little thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, Den- <laughs> uh, Dennis. Ha ha. Christmas. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, and then also I made a note in here. Of, uh, <laughs> you're 30 years old. Grow up. <laughs> um, also, I have a note in here about how Dennis is six and supposed to be in kindergarten, but his friends in his class all look older. Yeah. Um, whatever. Well, yeah. Next, we see the Wilson. It's Wilsons. one of those one-room schoolhouse scenarios, yeah. like from that whatever. Yeah. Next, we see the Wil- Mr. Wilson's time. Uh, not really. He's not that old. Yeah. Next, we see the Wilsons <laughs> taking a stroll. They comment on how it's nice outside. Martha says it's dandy like candy, but she just wishes it would snow. <laughs> it's dandy like, ooh, it's dandy like candy out here. Yes. Sincerely, Mandy. Mandy. Oh, he <laughs> was quoting. Okay. Well, I wasn't quoting it, but it made me think of that. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember once you pointed out, I understand the song now. Candy, Mandy, yeah, it rhymes. Oh. Uh, anyway, Mandy Moore. She hates that song. I don't know why. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't it know why. It certainly wasn't because she felt exploited at 15. I, anyway, go uh, ahead. Yes, that's, it, that is extremely unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but she, just, she, she wishes it would snow. George says it hasn't snowed in 30 years, in case you forgot five minutes ago. Martha says it isn't Xmas if it doesn't snow. And these people must have been miserable and disappointed for all those years if this if that's a foundational prerequisite to Christmas being Christmas. Yeah. George says the weather has been fine how it is, and I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Just then the school bus pulls up at the end of the street, and Mr. Wilson gets a look of dread on his face. As they turn around to walk the other way, the couple hear their names being called. They slowly turn around to see Dennis running up to them. He then proceeds to say he's out of school for two weeks, and he badgers Mr. Wilson with questions about his Christmas plans. Martha cuts in before George can stammer out a response, and she deflects the questions back on Dennis, which he is happy to answer. After Dennis yammers on and on, George says Christmas is stupid. This causes... Yeah. This this causes... You got something you want to say? No. <laughs> okay. Clear my throat. Okay. I got some mucus. I was doing Dave Mustaine impressions on the way over here. Oh, all right. Well, I see how that would affect your throat. Yes. This causes Dennis to gasp and mention the S word. Martha tells him not to use such foul language, and he says the capitalism thing again. <laughs> As they walk away, Dennis, Dennis realizes that picking a gift for Mr. Wilson is going to be harder than you thought. Harder than he thought. Whoops. What do you get as somebody who wants nothing to do with you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hmm. What do you get someone who has wants nothing to do with you? This is a good question. Back home, Alice is on the phone with her dad, and Dennis <laughs> fills his bowl with an ungodly amount of cereal. Yep. Alice's father is telling her he can't make it home to babysit Dennis. Dennis suggested a babysitter. We then get a cutaway of a large, hulking, bald man in all yeah. black running out of the house screaming. It's a very random choice. The, yeah, I don't know why you couldn't get a teenage girl to, to illustrate this, yeah. but it's supposed to illustrate Dennis terrorizes babysitters. Yeah. It's like, okay, I understand that illustration, but what babysitting service or group or or like or yeah. sanctioned group in the neighborhood that assigns babysitters yeah. would send that person there in the first place. Yeah. I'm not one for judging, except if it's bad movies. 
course. Definitely not one for judging anybody. But a large man in his 40s asking to babysit my child throws up all sorts of red flags. Absolutely. And it's going to be a no for me, Especially dog. since this guy's dressed, the guy's dressed like a bodyguard at a club. Yeah. He looks He looks like one of the bodyguards of the club in Fright Night that yeah. Jerry Dandridge yep, kills. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what he looks like. Yeah. And it's just, it, that's just weird that they chose that person yeah. to, to illustrate that. Dennis terrorizes babysitters again. Why couldn't you just have, at least like have an old grandma lady or right, something? Right, exactly. Have her, you know, have her f- shoot out a window. Yeah. Has she just there? It's just a shot, exterior shot of the house, and you just see like gremlins. Of, yeah, exactly. Which isn't the only. This isn't. That's not the only gremlins. Like no, they totally connection. rip off gremlins at the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even with up to the Rock and Ricky Rialto exactly. sign is out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of the IMDb trivia mm. points as well. Um, so Alice decides she has to take Dennis to work with her at the mall because Alice works at the mall for the season. Part-time. 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 Um, crystal, <coughs> Coma the Crystal Skull, my which, favorite Andy Jones movie. Yes, which the Rock and Ricky Rialto billboard is him as dressed Indiana as Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. Um, Alice walks with Dennis, and Dennis says he could really find something nice for Mr. Wilson there. Alice pleads with Dennis to stay with her. At a North Pole setup, an old man in a bow tie talks with the angel from earlier, Robert, yeah. who is applying to be the mall Santa. The man says he's had four Santas quit already, but Robert says it's his job to give Christmas spirit. Alice walks up and addresses the man in the bow tie. There's a gag about how she's saying his name wrong. Then she says she's sorry. She couldn't find a sitter, mm. so she had to bring her son. Dennis mm. says when it comes to babysitters, they're blacklisted, and Robert winks at him. Robert. Oops, I have it as Robert because I don't know how to spell Robert. <laughs> well, it's Robert Wagner. Yes, R.J. R.J. The old man tells Alice where she'll be, then he turns around to see Robert wearing a Santa getup. At the wrapping station, Alice sits Dennis down and tells him not to move. He says, oh, Mom, relax. I'm a perfect little cookie boy. <laughs> I'm perfect a, little cookie boy. I'm a little cookie boy. I like tates. <laughs> Another Oh Hello Podcast yeah, reference. Um, as her job starts, we get a sequence of Alice being swamped by people wanting their gifts wrapped. And then Gil Faisan Chandam Shul. Chandam Shul. On Broadway. On Broadway. Go ahead, sorry. With Dennis, he is making a big ball of bo- Back with Dennis, he's making a big ball of bows. We hear off camera Alice point out Dennis and say how adorable he is. Dennis sets the bow ball in the seat next to him. The camera follows you him up. You want to see as, adorable, he <laughs> says, as he gets up to cause mischief. Yeah. The camera follows him as he goes to grab more bows, but when he sits back down, we see an old pug-faced woman yeah. sat on his bow ball. Yeah. But before Dennis can do anything, I actually thought Dennis's reaction was kind of was kind of funny. Yeah. Like the the kid's reaction as uh-huh. Dennis. It's like the non-verbals, but it's it's like the oh yikes. And <laughs> yeah. He's like, and he's attempting to kind of like yeah. Make, I thought I thought his reaction was yeah. kind of funny. Before Dennis can do anything, like throwing bows, if you catch my drift, got it. Yeah. Uh, she gets her number called and says it's about time. You just <sighs> sat down, you old bag. Yeah, exactly. She gets up and the bow ball clings to her bum. She grabs her. She grabs her gift from Alice, who wishes her a Merry Christmas. The old bag bites back that she doesn't know how it can be a Merry Christmas without snow. Then she says, "Are the you 30- always this pleasant?" Yeah, then she says the thirty years thing again, and I yeah. really and for this lady especially, I really hope you've been miserable these last thirty years, yeah. lady. I think it would be funny if that plot line never got resolved. Yeah, the Every, whole everybody snow thing. It up. Like it doesn't snow at the end. Yes, <laughs> um, she storms off, and Dennis follows behind. 
No pun. Um, he trails her to the because she's got it on her butt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dennis trails her to the Santa display, and he goes to grab for the bow ball. She feels him back there, and she swings her bag at him. Which he, she swings her bag at a child. At a child. Um, this lady's a real piece of shit. Yeah. She misses and knocks over the display, and Robert falls backwards. Alice hears commotion, looks to where Dennis should be, and sees he isn't there. She then rushes away from her post. Dennis says, this is on you, lady. Which and, it is. Uh-huh. And the old man manager asks what the issue is. The old woman says a little boy tried grabbing her in her private area. Yikes. Which is a wildly inappropriate way to say that. Yeah. Alice pops up and grabs Dennis before he can be blamed, and it leaves the old woman at fault. I hope you rot in mall jail, you hag. Yeah. At the Wilsons, George is going through his stamps. He finds a couple rare ones, and he goes down to tell Martha. When he reaches the bottom of the steps, his joy is replaced with terror as he sees Martha agreeing to watch Dennis while Alice is at work. Another, I, I had a thought, mm-hmm. and then I made a note about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder how much of a social pariah Mrs. Wilson was back in the 50s for not having kids. Hmm. Like in the 50s, 60s, yeah. and 70s. You know, like that lady's probably been through a lot. Actually, and, and George, as they're painting him now, is like unmercifully has put her through a lot. Yeah. Just kind of like, oh, I don't want kids. Or Christmas is just stupid capital. And she's she's a good one. She's She just wants to make George happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's addressed in the, the 93 yeah, Walter I know. Matthau one. And, and, and in a very, uh, a funny scene, mm-hmm. like it, the joke ends up being funny, mm-hmm. uh, but it's very heartfelt. It's heartfelt and it's sweet to see yeah. how much George, the little like cutesy stuff George yeah. has with Martha, even yeah, if when it, he's speaking French, yeah, yeah. even when it ends up that it's rough, the dog, <laughs> yes. um, a little bit later, the two Dennis and <laughs> plus Walter Matthau's reaction. He's not like, <laughs> get out of here. It's just, it's, it's just, it freezes on his face when he opens his eyes and it's like, <laughs> and he's just looking at him. And then, then it's get out of here. <laughs> Such a, that's a great movie. Mm, I love that movie. A little bit later, Dennis and almost said Walter Matthau. Dennis and George, Mr. Wilson. This movie wishes. Yeah, sit in silence as Dennis stares at Mr. Wilson reading a paper. George asks what Dennis is staring at, and Dennis says he's trying to figure out what he would want for Christmas, what Mr. Wilson would want for Christmas. George says he wants to read his paper. Martha walks in and says she has to run errands. George asks what, she's suppo- what he's supposed to do with Omen over there, with Damien from the Omen over there, and she tells him to calm down. She tells Dennis she still has the pad and crayons from Dennis's last visit, and she pulls out two crayons. Spare no expense, Martha. Yep. She, when she, when you she get said, red, I, and uh, I guess this is red, too. You get well, red. Well, two reds. <laughs> two reds. He gets purple and yellow. Well, the, actually, this like one's that. burnt auburn, so you can have that. Actually, this one's just burnt. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Mm, okay. Uh, Here you I'm, go. I'm really surprised they don't have. Uh, you know, there's a lot of surprise. Yeah, they, yeah. Why they don't have some sort of craft kit? Because they know they live by a little boy. I I would imagine that they that this is the first time they're being asked to no, babysit. Well, for no, because she said though, since this was there, I still have your pad and crayons from the oh, last time yeah, you were yeah, over. Yeah. yeah. She leaves and right out of the gate, Dennis starts annoying George. Dennis then walks off looking for Mr. Wilson's interests and hobbies. George says nothing and falls asleep. If you're so worried about Dennis being in your house, which has been which he's been there before apparently, yeah. why would you let him out of your sight? Yeah. Why would you just let him roam around the house? Yeah. So anyway, Dennis walks upstairs and knocks over a plant. Again, 
well-intentioned, good-hearted mm-hmm. little boy. Yeah. But no conversation has he. His parents have not had the conversation with him that like don't mess with things that don't belong to you. Yeah. He then throws a thigh master through a wall. Screw you, Suzanne Summers. <laughs> That's what I said after yeah. they canceled Step by Step. Exactly. I just blamed Suzanne Summers for it. Me too. Dennis finds his way up to the stamp collection. Also, I'd like to note that uh, Mike Autocorrect kept um, correcting stamps to Stamos. And I was like, oh, I wish. I will have mercy. Yeah, Speaking exactly. of TGIF. Yeah, very good. <laughs> um, he sees the stamp collection and thinks Mr. Wilson has a lot of letters that haven't been sent. Martha comes home and asks George where Dennis is. He says he's off with his crayons. Martha says the crayons are on the table, and George realizes... He's off with his crayons. Huh, he's off with his crayons. <laughs> uh, he realizes Dennis is up to no good. He goes upstairs to find Dennis has put all the rare stamps on letters and on his own face. <laughs> George blows a damn gasket, and Martha calmly reminds him about his blood pressure and how Dennis is only a boy. I would like to imagine it's one of those one for me, one for you, one for me, one for you. It starts starts (laughs) tasting them. It's like Billy Madison eating glue. (laughs) Back at the Mitchells, George is tearing Henry a new asshole over the phone and is saying how they need to keep Dennis away from him and he's a menace. Henry apologizes and George hangs up. Henry mentions to Alice they owe George 10K for his stamps. She's like, for some effing stamps? And Henry says apparently they were valid. Henry says apparently there were valuables in the collection. Yeah. She asks about insurance, but it has what else? The dentist, the dentist clause. clause. Yeah, of course. And I'm what gonna, is this insurance company? I'm in gonna this town? I'm gonna reiterate here, and I know I kind of mentioned that later on in my notes. I have I have a mention of this, and I kind of just summed it up yeah. anyway at that time. If everything and everybody has some sort of dentist clause, and it's well known that dentist is destructive. Why is this child allowed to go about everywhere yeah. unsupervised? And I would imagine since this uh, since this douchebag dad who owns this insurance company, I mm-hmm. guess, which vague, my insurance company, whatever. Uh, but um, I would imagine that this guy, when, as part of, if, if you get the dentist clause, it's going to make your rates go up. Mm-hmm. So what happens when Dennis becomes like eight or nine years, when he grows? Yeah. Like, okay, hey asshole you can't charge you more. can't charge me for this dennis clause anymore because he's because he's he's a valuable member of this community we mm-hmm. all love dennis mitchell yeah and so now he's gonna have a bunch of people knocking on his door like hey i want my rates to go down i don't want this yeah. clause in my contract anymore yeah exactly why doesn't dennis just ask dennis clause for his bike yeah exactly <laughs> um the couple lament about how dennis's how dennis's shenanigans are bleeding them dry and they can't buy gifts just then, they hear something shatter. They run upstairs to see Dennis has smashed his piggy bank. He says how he wants to help pay for the damages, but all he has is a washer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He must have thought at some point that that washer was a coin. His parents sit him down and say how, cri- <laughs> how Christmas isn't about money or gifts. It's about love and family and togetherness. They all that's, hu- that's a nice moment. Yeah. They all hug and the Mitchells go back downstairs to worry more to worry some more about money to buy gifts. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> yeah, um, we see another sequence of joyful light displays. Then the sad sack Wilson residence. Dennis stares out the window and then hams up a moment of realization. He decides he's going to give Mr. Wilson the gift of Christmas spirit, and he mm. proceeds to make a list. First of which being presents. 
And I might say every every episode we've done thus far this Christmas has something to do with obtaining Christmas, Christmas spirit. spirit. And in order to gain some sort of happiness, yeah. whether it's a Christmas spirit yes. or getting the Christmas spirit to save Christmas or oh, yeah. make somebody's Christmas better. It is an easy storytelling device that people will continue to come back to. Yes. It's one of those you're like, no matter how good your product is, mm-hmm. people will still buy it. Yeah. Um, first on Dennis's list. Name recognition. Yes. That's, what it, that's, that's the name recognition of that. First on Dennis's list are presents. We see George walking down the street, minding his own business, when who should appear shouting his name? You guessed it, Dennis T. Menace himself. <laughs> An unsupervised yes. Dennis Mitchell to where I out loud said, where are your parents? Mm-hmm. Uh, you obviously, they're not that much in need for a babysitter. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. We'll just let them run yeah. around. Um, he asked George what he's up to. He says he's buying stamps, and Dennis says he thought he'd be buying gifts for Mrs. Wilson. George says they haven't done that for years, and Dennis asks if she even likes Christmas. George says she does, but not gifts. Dennis asks how he knows, and George says he isn't sure. She never came out and said anything, like if she does or not. Communication is key in a relationship, folks. (laughs) 50 years of marriage, you say. Yeah. Uh, so she never came out and said anything to him. And George says he hates shopping and blaring Christmas music. Dennis said he'll help him pick out stuff, and his pals jump out from the front of a store. Which, up to this point, Mr. <clears throat> Wilson's a bit of a Scrooge, but mm-hmm. go sh- Christmas shopping? Yeah, screw yeah. that. The group usher him into a store, and we then get a montage of George shopping with the kids. One scene, one of Dennis's friends eats a gumdrop. Then George eats what he thinks is a gumdrop, it's, but it's just soap. Well, what I like about that though is that he just kind of looks at her and walks away. He doesn't buy. He doesn't tell her to stop. He doesn't say that's soap. Spit it out. Spit it out. He just like looks at her and walks away. Well, she doesn't eat soap. She eats candy, and he eats the soap. Oh, yeah. so you see that that was way funnier when I thought mm-hmm. this little girl's just eating. It was soap. way funnier when you thought the principal was being ribald too. Yeah, I I think he was though. It, it's neither here nor there. This lady, they purposely wrote that old it, lady to say private parts. It like, doesn't matter. It's but, neither here nor there. But anyway, it, plus my note in there was when the little girl is eating soap, which out of context is probably hilarious. Oh, it is. Um, I just thought it was funny because the sign. Right out in front of what Mr. Wilson is eating, yeah. says it's soap. So I wonder if Mr. Wilson can even read. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> can he even Maybe he's just staring at the staring at the paper, and he's like, "One day I'll know what this is saying." Because <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that's his hobby. I read the paper. Yeah. Then there's one. Then there's a scene where Joey picks up a bra, which Mr. Wilson takes from him and gets a dirty look from a woman. Mr. Wilson seems to be enjoying himself, actually, and is racking up it's the not charges. Sniffing it. <laughs> yeah, he, well, not yet. Not on the bra anymore. But, uh, also, I'm sure many men buy bras for their for their yeah. ladies. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure someone who works at a negligee or lingerie mm-hmm. store are used to that. Like, I need to buy my wife. What yeah. size? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean Clark Griswold. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mr. Wilson seems to be enjoying himself and is racking up the charges. If he has such an axe to grind against capitalism, he sure was easily convinced by some kids to spend exorbitant <laughs> amounts of money on gifts for his wife. Yeah. After the shopping spree, he almost admit he almost admits it wasn't half bad. The kids hand him the bags they were carrying and run off. Dennis tells him, careful with all those bags, but George tells him, don't worry, he was a dancer in his youth. Dennis says, wonderful ballet george says exotic with a smile <laughs> yeah like and, from independence day yeah <laughs> great movie yeah. Uh, 
But that's that's always the thing with old people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, not necessarily in real life, but in these kinds of movies, like their their defense for doing something physical was that they were more athletic mm-hmm. when they were younger. Like as if you forget the idea of aging regardless yeah. of what you did when you were younger. Unless you have some sort of upkeep routine, like yeah. you're not going to be as limber as you were yeah. when you are like 10 years old. But still, you can do as much as you can, but like time and attrition is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're a dancer. Jesus, the shit they put their bodies mm-hmm. through. So like, so really his defense for him being able to hold all those bags yeah. because he was a dancer in his youth, I feel like the, the punishment dancers put on their bodies would – it actually working against that excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, whatever. <clears throat> Dennis gets distracted by the bike in the store window. George asks if that's the gift Dennis wants. Jack rides up and shit talks some more. George says he's an unfortunate little boy. Then he trips over Dennis and face plants. <laughs> Dennis says he thought George said he could dance. Next we see George. I almost looked like Georgia. Next we see George laid up in a hospital bed. He says he hates Xmas and sips some juice. <laughs> We randomly see <laughs> Al- We randomly see Alice at a support group for spirited children for the laughs. Oh my god. Didn't, He's a six year old boy. We didn't do need, a better job parenting. We didn't need we didn't need to see that scene. No. Next on Dennis's list is a Christmas tree. We see Dennis and his pals dragging a tree to Mr. Wilson's house. Dennis goes to open the door but sees it's locked. He runs over to climb through an open window and urges his friends to feed it to him through there. They're all struggling to even drag it, and the window's a little ways off the ground. So when they heave it into the house, the footage is sped up, and we get the shot on Dennis's end, and we see the trunk break through the window. They tried some pretty tricky camera work to make us believe these small children could toss a hefty tree through a window. Later that night, they did the same thing to the little rascals. <laughs> they did, yeah. yeah. Later that night, George and Martha return home via a taxi and see their front window is shattered. Mm-hmm. George notices there's a Christmas tree in there, but before he can say anymore, police cars show up. Yeah. We get this weird, like, cops joke. Yeah, or, there's there's so much extraneous stuff. Mm-hmm. We spend entirely too much time watching Mr. Wilson get tortured, mm-hmm. the Mitchells being in over their head, that bully being an insufferable prick. When Godfrey shows up later, I forgot he was in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's so much time spent to this stuff with yeah. throwaway yeah. sort of uh, details. Mm-hmm. George is being arrested for tree theft, and the accuser... Douche dad. Yeah. Bratcher says he took the tree out of the car and went inside. When he came back, his tree was gone. Yeah. George says he didn't take the tree. Because I'm wearing a sling and a neck brace. Yeah. Douche dad says he saw the kids drag it into George's house, which means he's the ringleader. That explains that. Then. Yeah. Never mind. But if he saw it happening, if he saw it happening, why, why didn't, didn't you do- say anything to the kids? Yeah. And all Martha says is she'll bail him out of the slammer. She provides no help or pushback. Yeah. So George is taking George off. George has been with me the whole time. Yeah. He hates those kids. Yeah. Um, so George is taken off shamed. Now we get a shot of Henry leaving work, and he's stopped by Douche Bratcher. He informs him, Bratcher informs him, that he just sold more insurance policies with dentist clauses. He, say, he says how Henry's kid will make him rich. Henry walks away, head hung low. I Can you imagine? I would love to see... Someone from this town try to go to like State Farm or mm-hmm. Prudential or you know Progressive or something, and they're like, "Do you have anything comparable to like a dentist clause?" I'm like, what the hell is that? And they, t- and they, I would love to see them look at their contract and be like, 
you you had this for you, how you long? You got hosed. Yeah, this this thing is ridiculous. Like this, I just thing. I feel like this this douche dad is a shyster when it comes. No, to he this. most definitely is. Yeah, and the metrosexual, and um, the metro. Yeah, the next <laughs> and the metrosexual. The next thing on the list is cookies. Mm. At the Wilsons, Dennis is there to be babysat, and George is resting. While George is asleep, Martha brings Dennis into the living room. Mrs. Wilson sees Mr. Wilson's medication bottles empty, and she goes, uh-oh, and I half expected her to say, uh-oh, the bottle was full this morning. <laughs> I don't think he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she says, I got to get more of Mr. Wilson's special medicine. I was like, Viagra? <laughs> Cialis? <laughs> Cialis. <laughs> you can get that over the counter. <laughs> she takes the bottle to get him to get him a refill. Hey, bartender, refill. <laughs> go, up to, go up to CVS. I, yeah. Bar- say, uh, uh, is that, that's how prescriptions work, right? <laughs> hey, bartender, need a refill. <laughs> that opens it up for cookie time. Dennis goes into the kitchen and throws everything from every cabinet in the fridge into a mixing bowl to make mm-hmm. a disgusting concoction. Yeah. He then makes a mess after sticking the goop into a blender. Next, we see from Dennis's vantage point a plate of cookies. How did he use the oven undetected? I was just about to say. Or without yeah. burning the house down? Yeah. And, uh, you know, whatever. I guess he had some help. I will say, yeah, from a production assistant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're not supposed to step in. That's the rules of a reality show. <laughs> That's the rules of a reality show. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> I, I will say I feel like Mr. Wilson kind of brought this on himself. Yes, he, he left. He left Dennis unsupervised in his house. Everybody leaves Dennis unsupervised everywhere. Yeah, I, I know we've mentioned it multiple times. Everyone is so quick to complain about Dennis, but no one does anything to remedy the situation. Exactly. They just let it happen, and they and and they just lament about the end result. It's like, mm-hmm. well, this could have been avoided. The Mitchells are one bad accident away from having CPS called on them. Yeah, I was going to, I, in my notes, I literally said, I like the Mitchells, but some of this stuff is getting out exactly. of hand. And this isn't a new thing. This is this is the thing with the Dennis the Menace comic yeah. strip and with any yeah, iteration. Exactly. And the Mitchell, this, this isn't some liberties taken with the story in this movie specifically. Yeah, again, they're always like beside, there's like, oh, we just don't know what to do. He's, he's such a good boy. He's just so rambunctious. We're trying to stay true to the source material. In the source material, it's a product of its own time. Yeah, it's just obnoxious because now we know better. Right. Anyway, it's from Dennis's vantage point and he's bringing these gross mm. cookies to Mr. Wilson. He offers Mr. Wilson a cookie who he rejects it at first, but then gives in. These don't even look like cookies, by the no. way. Uh, after taking one bite, George's face goes red, then green. It's working! Uh, <laughs> He's got the Christmas spirit <laughs> yes. in him! And then the next shot we see is of George being carted off on a gurney as George into an ambulance. <laughs> as George keels over, Dennis, thinking he has the Christmas spirit, is jumping up and down on the couch going, Yay! <laughs> Yay! I did it! I, I did it! And then the paramedics walk in with a dead Mr. Wilson and Dennis saying, I did it! I did it! (laughs) Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Martha exits the house. By the group camp nowhere. What a great movie. Uh, Martha exits the house and tells Dennis he'll have to tell the doctor everything he put in those cookies because George has to go get his stomach pumped. Yeah. And then she leaves without him, so I guess he has to send the doctor a letter. (laughs) With all these mishaps... Martha continues to allow Dennis to be around her husband. Has anyone ruled out that maybe George has a large insurance policy taken out on him 
and maybe Martha is secretly hoping Dennis accidentally kills George. That way her hands mm, are clean. Yes. Anyone ever thought of that? Because she's so even keel. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's okay, Dennis. And she continues to let George yeah. see him. She's like, eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yep. Um, next on his list is lights. In the Wilson's yard, Dennis and co. go through boxes of decorations. Jack rides by and calls Dennis a loser again. <laughs> Dennis wonders why he's such a bully, and his friends say it's genetic. Joey sputters out that his dad told him some kids are like that because they don't have enough love or support at home. Margaret says that's gross. How mm. so? Yeah. Um, anyway, Dennis and crew put a snowman on a makeshift catapult, and they shoot it on top of the roof. It's revealed the kids just put balls of mashed up lights and decoration on the windows and the gutters. Mm-hmm. How do they get them up there? Anyway, they pat themselves on the back, and Joey says what could possibly go wrong. Later that night, the Wilson's Uber driver drops them off at home, and George George is worse for the wear. As the neighborhood lights come on, so does the light display the kids set up. So apparently everything is hooked up to some timed lighting grid, so all the houses in the neighborhood come on at a certain time by themselves. I guess the kids figured out how to tap the Wilsons into it, so when the lights come on, it blinds the elderly couple. Yeah. You ever seen Home Alone? That's a, that's how it is in Home Alone. Yeah, but how do the kids tap the Wilsons' house into that? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I thought you were more commenting no, on the no, fact no. that I'm like, not, so not, all these lights I'm not are commenting on that because oh, okay. apparently that's been a thing. How did the kids that's connect true. the Wilsons' home to yeah, that? Yeah. Um, next we see a fire truck drive away, and it's revealed his the lights burned up half the house. George storms oh over to the Mitchells God. and gives Henry another <laughs> list of damages. I feel like they're just. I feel like you could have stopped after, mm-hmm. or so. Like I said, some of these things you didn't need in there. Yeah. You could easily trim. Like we get it. Yeah, this movie's an hour and a half. Yeah, like, and there's so much extra stuff that they could mm-hmm. have just trimmed out. Yeah, in the house, Alice asks, "How bad is it?" Henry says, "You don't want to know." The couple watch some TV to escape. As they flip through channels, the Mitchells keep landing on horror-related titles having to do with hellacious children. Mm-hmm. If everything is so saturated in Christmas, why are so many horror movies on? Yeah, well, why can't they find Christmas movies? Yeah. Like, I get it. That's the joke. That's the but... joke. And then they decide to read, and they both have magazines about unruly children. Yes. Final, the final thing on Dennis's list is Santa Claus. Dennis sits by himself in the town square, and Jack rides by to taunt him some more. Dennis's friends walk up to him and say how they hope Jack gets clipped by a bus. <laughs> Not enough to hurt him. Just Greyhound. To, not enough to hurt him, just enough to scare him. Go Greyhound and leave the drive in. It's freeze frame of Get him. Get clipped by a bus. <laughs> it's, it's a freeze frame of him about to fly yes. into the front window of yeah. the department um, store. <laughs> that, he that, survives. Yes. That and they hope Dennis puts him in his place. Dennis says it's no use, not unless he can get Santa involved. His pals ask if he wants to play ball because they've had enough of hearing about his pod racing pipe dreams, but he declines. <laughs> That's what I was like. Let's play ball. <laughs> Whatever, Annie. Come on, guys. Let's, let's play, play ball. ball. We're tired of hearing about his pod racing pipe dreams. <laughs> he asks himself Fantastic. how. He asks himself how in the heck he's gonna get Santa. Just then, he looks up to see Robert ringing a bell, busking. <laughs> Not really. I. I I when when we get that shot of Godfrey like ringing the bell uh-huh. for Santa, I was like. I forgot Godfrey was in this mm-hmm. movie. I totally forgot about this subplot. Yeah. Because there's all, they're deal with all other bullshit. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's just some Salvation Army shit. I just thought it'd be funny if he was busking with just a bell. Yeah. <laughs> um, a light goes off in Dennis's head, and he runs over to the stranger who winked at him earlier. Dennis says, hi, and Robert says, yo, what's up? Because he's hip. Yeah. Certainly not because he's a 
darker complexion than everyone else. No, certainly not. Yeah. He then changes his tune when he sees it's an impressionable child. Dennis says he recognizes him from the mall, and Robert says he's there to spread the Christmas spirit. What did he think it was? Huh? <laughs> like when, like, cause, cause he, he's like, S- what's up? And oh. then he changes his expression. I'm like, what did he think it was? It sounded like a child saying hello. Well, you know. Anyway, let's, we're, we're, we're getting pretty deep into this uh, yeah. conversation. Dennis says if Robert is taking requests, his bud Joey wants snow. <clears throat> Robert says it hasn't snowed there and say it with us at home, 30 years. <laughs> Robert says Dennis needs to stop dreaming and put a dollar in the bucket. Dennis asks what Robert just said. Robert repeats the dollar line, and Dennis says, no, before that. Then Robert says the Christmas spirit thing. But that was like three things before he was shaking Dennis down for money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, Dennis gets an idea. Back at the Wilsons, George tries to start a fire, but the fireplace seems to be on the fritz. He goes outside to see Robert jammed himself into the chimney. How nobody <laughs> heard him get up there, I don't know. <laughs> It makes a pretty prominent noise when someone's yeah. walking dun, on the roof. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, oh, exactly. Shit. Here's the chimney. Dun, 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 dun. Whoa! It falls <laughs> off. Uh, anyway, Mr. Wonders uh. why. Yes, Tim Allen. <laughs> Mr. Wilson wonders why the random man is in his chimney. Dennis says he found him in the park and brought him there to give him the Christmas spirit. He wanted to kill a homeless man and stuff him in your chimney. <laughs> Needless to say, Robert is cuffed and put in a squad car. Robert Robert. Sorry. Dennis hustles up the walkway to drop off a card to Mr. Wilson. Dennis tries to apologize, but Mr. Wilson shuts him down. He curses the boy off and says he never wants to see him again. Then as Dennis leaves, Mr. Wilson... And also... Yes, it's just, he didn't have to say this. <laughs> I think Dennis got the message. <laughs> yes. Mr. Wilson calls him back, and just to hit below the belt, he tells Dennis there is no Santa. <laughs> yes. I thought that was hilarious. Yes. And also, oh, and, oh, Santa Claus and is... Another, and another thing. Santa isn't real. <laughs> Just the coup de gras there. Tennis runs out in tears, and the car flies away. So the Christmas car flies away. Uh-huh. He drops it and flies away. Yes. Back with the cops, Robert runs his mouth in the back seat. The cops shrug him off, but then Robert disappears. Back at the Wilsons, George falls asleep to a Christmas movie. If he's against Christmas so much, why is he watching a Christmas movie? And you can't even say it was Martha because she would have turned it off if she would have yeah, seen he was asleep. Exactly. Just then, Robert appears. Yeah, he's a, he he says, "Hey, Martha, I'm coming." And I was like, "That's probably something she hasn't heard in a long time." <laughs> <laughs> not without his Viagra Cialis. Of course not. She's got to get his special medicine, <laughs> his pills. Uh, he wakes up. George, Robert wakes up George, and George wonders why the stranger from earlier is in his house. Robert says to call him Bob, and he's an angel. George is taken aback, and Bob says he's there to give him the Christmas spirit. George takes a seat and concludes that Dennis finally did him in, and he's a dadgum worm feast. <laughs> Bob assures him he isn't. He's just in need of an attitude adjustment. Yeah, this turns into a true-to-life story of an angel visiting and convicting Robert Wagner about his yep. role in the death of Natalie Wood. <laughs> yes. Thank God. Finally. And Christopher Walken. So it had to come to this. Yes. A movie. They. Fr- I knew it. They set this movie up in order to, to <laughs> yeah, ex- get Robert exactly. Wagner. It's like in To Catch a Predator when they used to set up those. Exactly. They set up those environments. Why are you here? Yeah. They even brought in Chris Hansen. Yeah. Uh, he well, offers you know to- I have the transcripts. Yeah. Um, Robert offers to help give George the spirit, and George agrees. The two fly away into the night, and the two land in the 40s, and George wonders what the meaning of this is. Just then, a little, a little boy runs out of his house shouting for Mr. Newman. The little boy knocks on his neighbor across the street's door, and a grizzled old man answers. 
The boy excitedly goes on to his neighbor about a fishing rod. Then we get a sequence of scenes that mirror Dennis's mishap with the stamps earlier. This little boy is a terrible actor. Yes. Just saying. Um, except in this, um, what they're watching now in this flashback, the young George, because the yes. little boy's George, Georgie, dicks with Mr. Newman's boat collection. Hi, Georgie. Yeah, exactly. Hi, Georgie. <laughs> um, George tries to stop himself. But Bob tells him that he can't hear himself. He's like, ooh, can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's run. Yes. Little George turns on the tub, and the handle flies off, flooding the bathroom. Mm. Old George tries to tell Mr. Newman, but Bob reminds him of the ghost rules. Just then, water droplets land on old man Newman, and this alerts him to, go, to the goings-ons upstairs. Mr. Newman sees this mess, sees the mess in his bathroom and shouts georgie yeah I, th- I think they got dennis the menace and alvin the chipmunks mixed up <laughs> alvin yeah because georgie mr wilson doesn't say dennis <laughs> yeah mitchell i guess he does say that um but that's in walter matthau that's, in, that's walter matthau yeah. bob teleports them away george says he was quite the reckless lad they are then teleported to george's living room george sees himself asleep then Martha walks in. Then Martha walks in and looks at her secret ornament again. <laughs> Instead of an ornament, she pulls out a joint and takes a long <laughs> drag. I love Christmas. <laughs> Sweep me away on your Christmas sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls out her ornament. And George says he didn't know, and Bob says George needs to appreciate his wife more. Next, they're teleported to the Mitchells' house. Alice cries they owe so much money to Mr. Wilson and they can't get Dennis a bike. Henry says it'll be okay. They may have to move to and sell the, they may have to move to a smaller house and sell their house, but at least they'll be together. Mr. Wilson says they may owe him money, but he doesn't want them out on the streets. Bob says if they move, Dennis will be gone. That's what he wanted, right? Next they teleport to Dennis's room. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> and Mrs. Mitchell, she's like no child deserves to be heartbroken on Christmas. I was like, yeah, or ever. Yeah, exactly. And there's tons of them that are. So yeah. um, next they teleport to Dennis's room. Dennis tells his dog, Mr. Wilson's right. He is no good. He isn't getting a bike and Christmas is stupid. George is heartbroken. Dennis said the S word. George wonders, George wonders when this little lesson will be, when this little charade will be over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, but at least Dennis grows up to be a massive Trekkie. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's wearing a Star I forgot, Trek I forgot uniform. To, I forgot to put that in my notes. Granted, it's supposed to be in the future. Right. Yeah. Bob says they have one more stop. Next, they're 60 to 70 years into the future. The Wilson's house is in shambles, and the air quality stinks because of global warming. That's their words, not mine. Yes. Yeah. Um, across the street at the Mitchell's house, a little boy runs up to the door, but then is bitched at by a grouchy old man. George says Henry sure is a pill now. They teleport inside the home, and Bob gives George the skinny. The Mitchells sold the house in 07. Dennis swore he'd buy it back. He went to college on a skateboard scholarship. Yeah, that that I, I gave that one a pass because it was a silly little... Like, it, it wasn't meant to be taken seriously. I mean, not that everything here's... Been, but it, it's it's a it's a future thing. Yeah. So it's like, it's in the future, skateboard. Mm-hmm. You can get a skateboard scholarship. Mm-hmm. Became a stud insurance salesman and brought it ba- and bought the house back. But it came at a cost. He became a tired, cynical old man with no life or friends, all because Mr. Wilson told him off. George is swimming in regret when he's suddenly back in present day. 
He wakes up with vigor, and he springs to the mantle where Martha put Dennis's card. He sees Dennis drew a picture of him, Mr. Wilson, and a bike, subliminally telling Mr. Wilson to get him the bike. <laughs> George smiles, and he runs out to greet the day with a Merry Christmas. And yeah. I say, God bless it. it uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I wrote uh, the scene of Mr. Wilson saying Merry Christmas, everyone, was originally 20 minutes longer, and the music just cuts out at some point. Just leaving the sounds of nighttime and Robert Wagner's feet scraping on the sidewalk. I guess we'll just have to get it in the director's cut. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I like to think the Lord of the Rings director's cuts are. Yeah, they just the the music. The music was never added in the added scene, so it's just them rustling around with with long shots of them walking along the path. They literally just dragged and dropped it (laughs) into the the timeline. Yeah, exactly. Um, They didn't bother editing any of it. Um, at the Mitchells, they prepare to disappoint Dennis, but they walk into their living room to see mad gifts under the tree, including a bike. Mm-hmm. Dennis thinks Santa brought it, and the parents are wondering if the fat man really did because they sure as hell didn't. The doorbell rings, and in walks George. He starts showing them a list of the debts they owe him. Henry starts to say they don't want to hear it, but before he can finish, George rips it up. Yeah, the doorbell rings, and the party's here. Yeah. Cranking up the stereo like it's New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, George absolves the family's debts, and if I and if I wrote this, I would have George talk to Henry with a smile and say, "Henry, I'm willing to give you one hundred thousand dollars for one night with your wife." <laughs> <laughs> An indecent proposal, <laughs> exactly. But that doesn't happen. And then seals on this soundtrack. Yes, uh, he gives them a merry Christmas <laughs> and says, "Call him Georgie." I'm glad that doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> Dennis says. Santa got him his bike, and George says, of course, he deserves it. He is a very good boy. Okay. And George is happy to know him. Mr. Wilson hugs Dennis, and it's a genuinely nice scene. Yes. I was going to say, this actually had me welling up a little bit. Yeah. Just just because it it, it is very heartfelt, Mm -hmm. and Robert Wagner sounds very sincere Mm -hmm. when when he gets down on Dennis's level. He tells him he's not just a good boy, but a good person. Mm-hmm. He's very—he was very sweet, and it, it's just anytime someone's heart is softened and they start treating people with grace and mm-hmm. empathy, it yeah. just—it gets me. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a thing where Dennis keeps saying like the bike he wants is majestic, and there's even a part where Mr. Wilson says, "Do you even know what that word means?" Yeah. And Dennis is like, "Mr. Wilson, are you feeling all right?" He's like, and "He's I'm Dennis. I'm majestic." He's like, "I'm feeling majestic." And I was like, "That's that's nice." These next two scenes are nice. Yeah. Back at home, Martha walks downstairs to see a big Christmas tree and George smiling. Martha marvels at the Christmas George had never given her. He asks for forgiveness, and she says those Xmas of the past weren't worthless. They were always together, and that was Christmas enough for her. She was also severely stoned when she walked downstairs. <laughs> exactly. so needless to say, she was very she, put off. She even mentioned how she slept too late. <laughs> Ugh, slept too late. Martha goes to grab a gift she was waiting to give him on his birthday, but she instead gives it to him on Christmas. He opens it to see it's the fishing pole he wanted as a boy that he never got. Martha says Dennis helped her shop online, show, showed her how to shop online, and she was able to get it for him. Yeah. George is touched, and George is touched, and admittingly, so was I. Yeah. Then I remembered we still have ten minutes, and the dumb <laughs> like, race left to go. The story's over. Yeah. Go home. That's the end. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, outside, Jack's dad gives him a pep talk about winning and not being a loser. Henry tells Dennis, no matter what, he's loved. Dennis is told by his friends to win as well. At the start of the race, the boys go head-to-head. We see multiple back-and-forth shots of the contrast between Douche Dad and Henry. 
Deuce Dad is a belligerent, manipulative, verbally abusive father. Yep. Henry is a loving, encouraging father. Dennis sees Jack comes from a dysfunctional home, so he lets him win. Douche Dad runs over to congratulate his son and say Dennis is a loser. Henry tells Dennis is a winner to him, and they go to the Wilsons for hot chocolate. Mm. Before he can head over, and that's where it should have ended, yeah. instead, before they can head over, Joey sees Dennis let Jack win. Dennis says the kid needed it. His metrosexual father may not have been physically <laughs> abusive, but he sure as hell would have berated his son. Oh, yeah. Jack calls for Dennis, and just when it looks like he's going to rub it in, he gets soft and tells Dennis good race. It then starts snowing, and we get a random overhead shot of the town square at the beginning of Gremlins, like we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. It's literally plucked from Gremlins. Yeah. Everywhere, everyone leaves their house and jumps for joy, and then slips and falls and breaks all their bones because they're not used to having snow. (laughs) Uh, Douche Dad is randomly walking down the street, probably because he got kicked out of his house. Mm -hmm. Henry extends an olive branch and invites him inside for hot cocoa, and he accepts. It was an unbelievably forced moment. Yeah, I hate, hate hate sudden change of heart moments Mm -hmm. i hate them yeah i think it's lazy Mm -hmm. i think it's stupid and it only works if you're a kid or an old person yeah because they want things kids don't know any better old people just want things that are completely inoffensive and completely satisfying Mm -hmm. and nice pretty little bow and all that stuff henry as henry is walking inside with douche dad he says congratulations on the race Congratulations. He was calling you and your kid a loser the whole time. Yeah. He's been nothing but shitty to you. Then they used the last 90 seconds to shoehorn an act of goodwill yeah. on the Mitchell's part. Finally, Dennis rides around on his new bike. In a scene reminiscent of the dream at the beginning, Dennis flies around a corner and collides with Mr. Wilson as he walks to the front of his house. And that is a Dennis the Menace Christmas. Mm. We don't have really any time at all. Yeah. The only thing that was good about this movie are those the two scenes that were actually genuinely nice, uh-huh. and that's it. Some of the performances, yeah. Uh, it's just some just given the characters. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I know we've said it throughout the episode. Some of the performances were fine by the adult yeah. actors. Yeah, um, I prefer this over Santa Buddies. Well, yeah, I prefer it over yeah. Santa Buddies, and we actually had, had seen this before. Like yeah. back in like 2014, we watched it with Jeff Wright, who was on the oh. Ready to Rumble episode. Just we on, did. Just on a whim. Yeah. Um, I've totally forgot about that. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, we also watched Santa Baby 2 with, with the obnoxious Jenny McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's, that's not next week. No, though. no, we're not doing that. Um, but thank you for listening, everybody. Yes, and again, you. we're kind of cutting it close on time. So until the next time, the house lights are up, the film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time.